love is in the air. <laughs> la, 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 la. Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's. We have a very special episode mm-hmm. of Scissors and Scrubs for you today. I'm Nicole. I'm Lara. And today, for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, we're going to talk about the gift that keeps on giving. Sexually transmitted diseases. Yes. La! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. We went there. We did it. Uh-huh. We're covering it. Yeah. Uh, I will be covering gonorrhea and syphilis. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm doing HPV and crabs. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. So I was spent one whole day writing our episodes up. Mm-hmm. And my husband, I'm talking to him. He was in the Navy back, way back. I think he was on a wooden wooden frigate. Um, so I said, oh, yeah, we're doing STDs. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, we'd pull out a port oh. out of these places. And he's like, two, three days in, the lines would be wrapped around <laughs> the infirmary. Everybody getting the penicillin shots. I'm oh. like, what? He goes, oh, yeah, everybody was burning it up. Burning <laughs> it up. I was like, you know what? I think it's more disgusting the thought that some man was whipping his penis uncovered in some random country and just going to town. Like, mm-hmm. oh. so he's like, oh, it gets better. He goes, we had one guy. So they had left the Philippines mm-hmm. and they're coming back to the United States. And his girlfriend <gasps> slash fiance is meeting him in <gasps> Hawaii and he's got the clap. Oh, no. Which we'll get into why it's called the clap, also mm-hmm. known as gonorrhea. He and, and he's telling my husband, he's like, dude, I don't know what to do. Because, like, he clearly has cheated on him while he's away. So which it just doesn't grow Any woman who thinks that any guy on a ship for six months isn't cheating on you, yeah. you Good are luck. delusional. Okay? So he's like, what are you going to do? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. Maybe you should tell her you got, you know, you got done. What I, he called it something. Like, you got in trouble and you're locked down on the ship. Mm. He's like, oh, I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to tell her I'm in trouble. So I was like, what did he do? He goes, I think he came clean to her. I'm like, so they didn't get married? I'm, he's like, no, I'm, I'm sure they got married, but there was no hanky-panky. No. Girl, I, don't know what that I was like, he would have to tell her because she flew all the way from Hawaii. Can you, you say, imagine? Oh, Can you? Bullshit. Imagine. I would be bullshit. I can't. Yeah. I would be bullshit. Yeah. Ugh. The yeah. thought of that just going into unknown territories of these countries with God knows what these women would have, God knows what these men have, and mm. you're not wearing a condom. Mm-hmm. Not only one, but hundreds of men were not wearing condoms. Yeah, like a shipful. Yeah, like yeah. like five thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. So, I'm gonna suggest you take a little stomach settler. Maybe have a little ginger ale as you listen to this mm-hmm. episode. A Some little saltines, because it is a little nauseating. Some of the things are kind of <gasps> gross. All right. Um, <laughs> that being said, mm-hmm. we're gonna start with gonorrhea. Okay. Gonorrhea. Um, this article where I got some of my information from is by Dr. Anya Mandel. And as always, Wikipedia mm, covers most of it. Okay. Gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. Also known as the <laughs> clap. Mm-hmm. It's when you hear why they called it the clap. I had so much fun doing <laughs> looking up this shit. I, I had a blast. My, the search on my phone is disgusting. I'm telling you, if I get arrested yeah. and they search my phone between the serial killers I investigate mm-hmm. and STDs, I'm going to be sensational news story. Yeah. Okay. So it is, its earliest records go back to medieval times, like Oof. 1161, when the English Parliament enacted, um, enacted something. 
I never finished the statement. It <laughs> must have enacted a law uh-huh. to um, reduce the spread of the disease, mm-hmm. which was by enacting whatever I forgot to write, it did decrease and curb the disease. Okay. It shows how big of a health problem it was, but nobody knows what's causing it. They don't realize unprotected sex is what's spreading this nasty little pus-filled, disgusting disease around. So in 1256, France also passes a law, very similar to England's, which I don't know what it was. (laughs) And after Pope Boniface secularizes medicine, so he must have separated medicine and the church, Mm -hmm. because it must have been priests, God knows what they were doing, um, doctors began to treat men and prostitutes for it. And this is when they start realizing it's a sexual disease. Mm -hmm. 1879, a man named Nicer discovers the gonococcus bacteria, later known as Nicer gonococcus. I don't want gonococcus. Well, I mean, hey, you gotta have something named after you. Why not gonorrhea? No. Yeah, I'll pass. Thank you very much. He discovered if you put this bacteria on the urethra of a healthy male, guess what? He gets gonorrhea. What healthy males are well, I don't put know. this bacteria? Hey, buddy, come here. Maybe he gave it to a woman. He was like, go give that guy a hand job and rim the urethra with oh, your Jesus. finger and put that bacteria in. <laughs> don't let your kids listen to this Please. episode, okay? <laughs> if you didn't know by now. Okay. So what is gonorrhea, also known as the clap? Okay. It is a sexually transmitted disease. It is. Caused by the bacterium Neisseria gonorrhea, which I've, I know I've butchered that name. Mm-hmm. It can involve the genitals, the mouth, mm-hmm. or the rectum. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm already with the mouth. Sip of ginger ale. Infected men may experience pain or burning, burning with urination. I bet. Discharge from the penis. That's which, the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah a nice like big pussy-filled, disgusting discharge. Nothing like discharge. That's another word. It yeah, just gross. nauseates me. No one wants that. Unless you can discharge for the military, it's just never good. No. Um... Or testicular pain. Oh. Women can have vaginal bleeding between periods, oh. pelvic pain, mm-hmm. and it's a, it, can, it can affect your eyes <laughs> if they're exposed. So oh. I guess if you get a little <laughs> in the eye, <laughs> you're going to get gonorrhea. So maybe if you're doing a, some work, mm-hmm. if you're doing a job, mm-hmm. put a pair of glasses on. Uh, complications in women are pelvic inflammatory disease. Yeah. So men, you can have inflammation of the epididymis. Mm-hmm. That would cause the testicular yep. pain. Untreated, it can spread to your joints and your heart valves. Jesus. I have gonorrhea of the mitral valve <laughs> and it's killing me. It can also spread from mother to child. Mm-hmm. To test for it, you have urine samples. Mm-hmm. According to my husband, I'm going to pray he only heard this from somebody. Yes, please. They would take a, like a swab that had like a little blade on the end and the tip of the penis. Like they'd go in your urethra and take a nick. I don't think it's actually a blade. Well, I think they, it's just a swab. Well, I bet it they're feels saying it, like yeah, a blade. probably that's what it is. It was a machete and they yeah. went up and they just, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's just, just a swab. just shaking his head. He's like, nope, no, 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 I'm not getting gonorrhea. Um, I'm almost positive. So, yeah, I'm, I did too, but I'm like, why would they? I think it feels it? like you're being yes. stabbed. Yeah. Well, especially if you've already had like that burning sensation. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have to do the little knife to your eye. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, to test for it, you are swabbing, not knifing. I, I agreed, but look, I'm just telling you what came out of the mouth of a sailor. Um, you need urine samples, and I 
did the swab thing, and it can show up anywhere from two to fourteen days after exposure, which is why when the ship finally sets sail, everybody's everybody's in line because everybody's burning. Burn, baby, burn. Mm. Gonorrhea infection. Oh, burn, God. baby, Imagine burn. Imagine all the pus all over oh, the ship. It's just a bucket of pus on the oh, wow. <laughs> Yep. So prevention. What mm. do you think prevention is? Condoms? Yes. She's so, I'm so smart, smart Laura. <laughs> condoms, condoms, condoms. Wrap it up. Give that to that Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. A big, hot, full shape full of condoms. Mm-hmm. Any size, color, and taste you want. Mm-hmm. Um, monogamous relationships as well. As long as your partner, who you are in a monogamous relationship, does not have gonorrhea. realizes you're in a monogamous relationship and he does not have or she does not have gonorrhea. It is treated with ceftriaxone, azithromycin, throat infections slightly more difficult to treat because most people don't realize they have gonorrhea of the throat. Um, what did I just write? I don't know. You have to treat the throat gonorrhea. I think I wrote it's important. Uh-huh. It's very important. And why is it called the clap? Yeah, why? Well, there's kind of a couple of theories of why it's called the clap. According to some, mm-hmm. it's because the infected person... <laughs> I remember this one. This one made me laugh. Because <laughs> it's so stupid. Okay. The infected person would experience a clapping sensation while urinating. I don't even know what that means. Does it mean like you're so happy you got it out? You're like, oh my God, I feed. Thank God. Or is it like coming out and like... Like a sprinkler. Is like the infection. Like is the pus blocking it up or something? I don't know. I don't know. Or you're just so happy you're peeing. It's like, or you just get the spasm. Like I got, oh, I got to clap. So that was one of them. I literally... I'm by myself writing this down, and I'm hysterical because I'm like, this makes this makes no fucking sense. Does that mean? I don't know. But you apparently would experience a clapping sensation. If I just had gonorrhea and you've had that clapping sensation, please, let us please know write what it in. Please that means. Okay. Oh, somebody wrote in that the North End has curling. It's been rumored that the North End does curling. Oh. Which makes sense with the bocce players. Right. Okay. Others say that in order to remove the pus, like discharge, the penis had to be boom, 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 clapped on either side. Squirt, 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 squirt. What? Imagine if it's a little tiny penis. <laughs> squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> so I am more likely to believe some medieval doctor was like, smack it, just smack it. Get that pus out of there. Hold it. Come on. You can do this. Boom, boom. And just like started. Why would you have to hit it? Shake it up. Maybe if you milked it, it got a little ugly, oh, so you had to slap it to keep it flaccid. I don't know. But you would slap the sides of it to get the I don't think that would... Okay. And the third theory, which really I'm the one... I'm buying this one the most. This makes the most sense. The third theory is that the name comes the French brothels, which were known as clapiers. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, other than I think a clapping is it. hysterical sensation coming over <laughs> you or physician slapping the sides <laughs> of your penis to get the pus out. God bless. Okay, so... <laughs> some early treatments mm-hmm. uh one early finding was from an english warship and i'm not even drinking warship. an english because <laughs> it's english warship it's, it's you not. say it five times There's two english warship the mary rose and what a lovely name for a ship full of gonorrhea they discovered instruments used to shoot mercury into the penis mercury uh, in the 19th century, you're going to like this one even better. Silver nitrate was used. Nice. Yeah, just so burn sil- it up. Just burn <laughs> it up. Silver nitrate. You thought it was burning. In the before. OR, it's like these long matchsticks. They, they literally look like long matchsticks. And matchsticks. the tip of it 
burns the shit out of you. And they use it to stop bleeding on unconscious patients. Because if you put it to your own skin awake, it hurts like a mofo. Mm. So imagine sticking it up your pus-filled burning penis. Maybe it's already burning so bad you can't feel it. If Although it's, I if can't it's burning imagine like silver your, nitrate, your, you're in a lot of trouble. Your urethra must get a hole. I mean, oof. that can't be good. Now you're peeing in all kinds it's of streams. Like, it's right coming out that. the side because you burn holes in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They just stayed out of those French brothels. All right. So around 1859, uh, they were using cubellos, which was an Indonesian variety of pepper. So they put pepper. Yeah. In apparently, it if it burns, you treat it with burning. <laughs> Well, they've also used arsenic. Oh, Jesus. Um, bis- <laughs> bismuth and gold. Gold. A gold penis. <laughs> so I guess when that guy was like, dude, sister, this is made of gold. I didn't <laughs> he realize was he was getting gonorrhea treatment. <laughs> I get a prick full of gold. Um, so these were all tried to treat the infections. Mm-hmm. 1940s, God bless science, penicillin comes out. Thank God. And we have now treated successfully gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. So the treatment to today is penicillin. penicillin. All right. That being said, we're moving over to what you have next. A new HPV. Also known as? Human papilloma virus. Mm-hmm. Um, HPV is disgusting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's the most common STI in the United States. Sexually transmitted infection. infection. I went old school with disease. Yeah. It's, it's STI. Mm-hmm. Um, 79 million Americans, most in their late teens, early 20s, are infected. Mm-hmm. Again, 79 million. That's a lot of people. That is a ton That's a lot of, of people. people. That's like a Mary Rose ship three times over. Yeah. Um, there are different types of HPV, some of which cause health problems, including genital warts and cancers. But- some do not. Right. So, but the genital warts... <laughs> Yeah, they're, 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 they're disgusting. They're nasty. Um, so HPV is spread by having vaginal, oral, or anal sex with someone who has the virus. It is most commonly spread through vaginal or anal sex. HPV can be passed on even when the person has no symptoms. You might never have seen anything, so you don't know you have it, because you only really know you have it if you see a wart. Right. And some of these warts can be hidden. We but were even talking if actually about this the other night. Even if you've never had a wart come out. You still have the virus. So you might not even have a clue. But you can give it to somebody else. But you give it to somebody else and then they could get them. But then they can come out like years later. So then they have, then they don't even know where they got it from because you didn't have any signs. Right. They now have this years later. So they have to like go back to literally everybody. They have a little hider. See the gift that keeps on giving. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, and again, anyone can get it. You might develop symptoms right away or years, years later. And then it's really hard to know where the patient zero is with you. Um, it's a viral infection that commonly causes skin or mucous membrane growth. In other words, warts. warts. In other words. In other warts, warts. Yep. <laughs> um, most types don't lead to cancer, but some do lead to cervical, anal, penis, um, I changed my tone here. <laughs> Penile, I'm all over the place. Where am I? Vulva and oropharyngeal cancers. So anywhere you can put a penis, you can get up with the cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in most cases, your immune system will fight off the HPV infection before it creates warts. Yeah. If they, so warts are, HPV covers other warts, not just yeah. like your genital warts, not just Because a papilloma is a wart, is a wart. So, um, so your warts that you get from HPV can be different because there's genital warts, there's plantar warts, which That's are HPV, <laughs> there's, um, flat warts that like people get on their mm-hmm. face and stuff. Um, warts are just gross. Common warts. There's all these Witches different warts. kinds. Frogs warts. Right. There's all these different Hog kinds. Warts. They all look different. Mm-hmm. General warts are the ones we're going to cover because that's what you get from yeah. the STI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, these are the nastiest probably bunch of warts. Yeah. They appear as um, either flat lesions or cauliflower-like bumps <gasps> with tiny stem-like protrusions. So you could either luck out and get a flat Mm-hmm. lesion or a nice cauliflower so if you warts. if you want to be sick to your stomach google genital warts mm-hmm. and you'll be sick to your stomach if you well, really also they put the, the pictures of like the worst right which is ones. what i love yeah. <laughs> um, in women genital warts appear mostly on the vulva but can occur on the anus on the cervix or in the vagina um in men they appear on the penis and scrotum and around the anus Genital warts are not usually painful, but they might be tender or itchy. Yeesh. Yep. Um, you don't want to be scratching down there. No. Prevention of genital warts. Guess what? Condoms. Use a condom. Condoms. Yep. Um, be in a monogamous relationship, relationship with somebody that doesn't have it. And HPV. make sure he know or she knows she's in one, too. Yeah. And limit your sexual partners. There are vaccines. Mm-hmm. The CDC recommends routine HPV vaccine for girls and boys ages 11 and 12. It's ideal to get them the vaccine before they have any kind of sexual Sex. contact. And you know they're protected. Right. Um, respond, the response to the vaccine is better at younger ages. So the older you get it, the less likely it's going to work. Right. Um, if given before someone is infected, it can prevent most cases of cervical cancer. So, all right. So kids between... <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh. Kids between 9 and 15 now only need two doses. Um, if you if your kid starts after 15, they should get the three doses. That was the mm-hmm. original recommendation. But now, younger kids, it works better. And it throws you them. off when you're not expecting your pediatrician to ask a 9-year-old if they need the HP. Or you, if your 9-year-old wants the HPV vaccine, you're right. like. And I held off a little bit with my with I my held kids. off like, like give a, me Give me a couple of years. I think I told this already, but. So I had Jack in the office, you know, and I think he was like 11, yeah. which is when they would bring it up. And they were like, um, so um, are you going to get the HPV vaccine? I'm like, yeah, but I don't think he needs to get it now. Like maybe next year. And they're like, oh, and he's Jack sitting there and he's like, okay, so the HPV vaccine helps um, prevent anal, throat, mouth, penile, you know, all these cancers. He and doesn't Jackson. hear all of that. He just hears cancers. <laughs> all he has is cancer. And I was like, and I and I'm like, yeah, no, he'll, you know, he'll get it. I don't think he needs it right now. I don't think yeah. he's doing anything. And they're like, okay, we leave. And he was like up one side, down the other. And he's like, you want me to get cancer? And I'm like, what? And he's like, do you want yes, me to yes, get cancer? Yes, yes, I want you to get raging like, cancer. No, of course I don't want you to get cancer. Then why didn't you get me that shot? I want that <laughs> shot now. And I'm like, right now. I said, are you having sex with people that I don't know? But what? I'm like, that's how you get it from. And he's like, oh. Yeah, they just okay, but cancer. I want it soon. I want it. I want it really soon. I'm like, okay. Because I plan on having sex, mom, at recess really, really next soon. week. <laughs> he's like, I don't want cancer. I'm like, I know. But he got was it. like, I got it. He was so, he's like, I can't believe you're not getting me that shot. I'm like, you're getting the shot. Well, see, I've hated you since you were born. So right. I was hoping cancer would be the way to take you. We're like, 
God bless. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, if you think you have genital warts, get seen by a doctor. If you're a little itchy. If there's any question, just go get seen. Yeah. Um, they often, the warts go away on their own. You don't have to do anything further. But you still have the virus. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Um, you might have um, like one outbreak and then never have another outbreak again. Like it's not like you have constant. Some people do have reoccurring mm-hmm. outbreaks. The unlucky. There are people who come in every so many years to have them lasered off. Right, and then some people literally, you get one outbreak, you you know, yeah. devastated. All this is it, blah blah blah, and never again. So it's bizarre. And then some people never get an outbreak at all. Um, there's several different ways to treat them. If you do need the warts treated, chemicals placed on warts um, make them go away or stop growing. Usually, you go in once a week to the doctor's office. They place these chemicals on, and you you go for a few weeks until they're either gone or have stopped growing. Over. Yeah, um, you can get a prescription for a cream to use at home for several weeks. You can freeze the warts, which is cryotherapy. Which I can't imagine how much that helps. I, I've had hand warts. Yeah. All right. So I had one on my thumb, and they would freeze it. Mm-hmm. And I want—I was climbing the walls. It yeah. hurt so bad. I had plant as one on my foot from I was a yeah. summer, and like all almost all summers yeah. get. It hurt so goddamn. Oh my god, they froze it. I wanted mm. to die. I would—it would get to the point that I would sweat going in there, knowing it was yeah. coming. Oh yeah, like, I was oh completely god. sweaty by the yeah. time the dog like walked in. Head, I was... I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> um, you can burn the warts off. Yeah, electric cautery. Um, you can remove warts with a knife or wire, known as a leap procedure. When we do that at work, you have to wear like a highly filtered mask because you can inhale the HPV virus right. when it's when we're more burning it off that and way. it's going into the air in these little teeny tiny mm-hmm. particles. You have to wear a very spe- the the patient wears a mask if they're awake. Like everybody it's has disgusting. this highly um, filtrated mask on. Um, you get rid of the warts, not the virus. Like it's only getting so, rid oh, of what once you're you seeing. Have it- Remember, you always have it. It's a gift you can give to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no cure for the type, these types of HPV that cause genital warts, but the vaccine can prevent them. Mm-hmm. Um, after warts are removed, keep that area clean. Do not scratch. <laughs> Wash your hands after touching the area. Oh, shouldn't you do, do that have, anyway? <laughs> you should. Do not have sex if you are uncomfortable. Uh, ever. Uh-huh. Don't ever have sex yeah. if you're uncomfortable. Um, we'll just make a blanket statement right here. Yeah. And apply a cold pack if you need a little, little something, something to cool that comfort down. Yeah. Um, we were talking the other night at work, and one of the nurses was saying she has a young girl. Not even a young girl anymore. She's been treating her since she was a young girl. And she has such a bad case of them that oh. she had to have a C-section because you can transfer it to the yes. baby if you yeah. have a vaginal birth. and. Um, this the vaccine is by no means a replacement for a condom. You nope. have to still wear condoms, mm-hmm. um, and I just can't believe in this day and age. I think people are getting complacent because AIDS is chronic, and they you're have living, you're not dying living. from right. These people are getting complacent. You need to wear a condom. Yeah. I mean, these there is things still affect your life in a, a major few way. Benefits to be in a marriage mm-hmm. um, with somebody who I'm pretty sure isn't cheating on me. Mm, so no, because he'll he'll lose the penis if he is. <laughs> Okay. Next. HPV. Mm. What's? All right. So I am moving on to syphilis. Nice. I think of two things when I hear the word syphilis. I think of Jack Chop, syphilis face pumpkin. <laughs> and I think of Al Capone fishing in his pool at the end of his life because Al Capone died from syphilis. Mm-hmm. 
And I always kind of thought syphilis was like, you get a canker, it goes away, you go crazy 40 years later and you die. Yeah. There's so much more to syphilis. It's just such a complicated relationship. That's nice. Okay. So syphilis. Mm -hmm. There are two theories as to how syphilis came about. Okay. Some people believe it was around before Columbus, and other people believe sailors brought syphilis from the United States, because we're guilty for everything, mm-hmm. um, and they brought it over to Europe. Okay. Uh, there are studies to suggest that syphilis has been around forever. Mm-hmm. It has been thought that some cases of leprosy were actually cases of oh. syphilis, because syphilis kind of uh, rots your face off. Yeah. Um, it is the first, quote-unquote, new disease to be discovered after the invention of printing. So this is the first disease that you're going to hear about in, in newspapers. the newspapers. Um, it's the first disease to be widely known at, widely known as, not wildly, oh, wildly, oh, wildly too, yeah. as an STD or an STI. Mm-hmm. I like STD. I just, it's an old school. I know. Old school. So the first well-recorded outbreak of syphilis is in 1495 among the French troops invading Naples. Yes. It is known as the, quote-unquote, French disease, and it sweeps across Europe. Okay. Its first recording of syphilis, um, I already said that. So the first time somebody records it in 1495, this is what they wrote, that its pustules covered the body from head to toe, knee and to knees, caused uh, flesh to fall from people's faces, and led to death within a few months. Thank God, you have no flesh on your face. I mean... It really, it really hits the nose. You get syphilis yeah. nose. Uh, so some attribute the spread of the disease to about 5 million deaths. Oof. And the name syphilis, it's a nice Italian name, believe mm-hmm. it or not. It comes from the Italian physician and poet, Girolamo Frostracastoro. <laughs> syphilis yeah. comes from that? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah, okay. Frostracastoro. <laughs> Frostracastoro. I like that one. In 1530, he wrote a Latin poem called Syphilis. Sive morbus gallicus, which means French disease. He really mm-hmm. he gave it a nice poetic dig to the yeah. French. Mm-hmm. Um, so he writes a whole poem about syphilis. Mm-hmm. He must have been digging deep for material. The French <laughs> called it the Italian disease. Of the course. Dutch called it the Spanish disease. Oh, the Russians <laughs> called it the Polish disease. And the Turks called it the Christian disease. So basically, they hated somebody like Riviere would call it the Winthrop disease. Right. Rob Scott would call it a Modelhead disease. Yeah. They hated somebody. It was the disease. Mm-hmm. Okay. So during the 16th century, it was known as the Great Pox, not to be confused with smallpox. No, different. And sometimes it was also known as Cupid's disease. Wow. Happy Valentine's Day. Isn't that sweet? So what is syphilis? Well, according to Mm mayoclinic.org, it is an STD and it comes in three stages. Mm -hmm. So you have your primary stage and it starts as a small sore or canker on your genitals, rectum, or mouth. And I mean small. So if it's in your mouth or your rectum, you probably don't even know you have it. Um, the disease spreads when a mucous membrane comes in contact with these particular sores. Are you running your tongue around your inside of your mouth like I am right now? Because I know I have no sores. I mean, I don't think so, but you just said you might maybe, not know. Maybe it's not um, age that's happening to my nose. <laughs> maybe it's starting to fall off because it's fucking syphilis. syphilis. Sorry, anybody. Um, the sore, this is, this grossed me out and I don't know why, but it did. The sore is where the bacteria entered your body. It left a hole. That's how bad the bacteria oh, is. Jesus. It left a hole wherever it has invaded your body. Uh-huh. It can be one sore or it can be several sores. Uh-huh. 
And it usually develops about three weeks after your your date, mm -hmm. your exposure. Mm -hmm. It goes unnoticed because the canker is painless and it's usually hidden in your vagina or your rectum if you have it. So for women, it's, it's probably more of a problem. Um, if unnoticed and untreated, the sore will heal on its own and you'll go into secondary syphilis. Oh. Let's move on to secondary mm. syphilis. Okay. So within a few weeks mm -hmm. of the canker um, healing, you can experience a rash. And it may start on your toe, your torso, but eventually will go all over your body, including the palms and hands of your feet. Um, so it's like not hand, foot, and mouth. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know how many things have a rash that I go know. everywhere? So really, I mean, syphilis is kind of smart. You really could mistake it for yeah. anything. Yeah. Chicken pox, whatever. I don't know. So it's not an itchy rash, but it can have wart-like sores in your mouth and your genitalia. Blah. Sores in mouth and genitalia Does should never go together. Um, some have hair loss. Oh. Muscle aches, fever, sore throat, and swollen lymph nodes. My lymph nodes are swollen. You are going to say lymph nodes. I need to go home. My lymph nodes are swollen. Hell yeah. <laughs> wear a condom, just saying. Okay. These symptoms may disappear within six weeks, but can last up to a year of my swollen nymph nodes. Oh. If you still haven't gotten treatment, you now go to latent syphilis. Okay. Latent syphilis is when the disease has gone in and it goes dormant for years. Mm -hmm. Not just for a little bit, for years. It may never come back or you're going to go into tertiary syphilis, which is what happened to our lovely friend Al Capone. Mm -hmm. Tertiary syphilis. 15 to 30% of untreated infected people progress to this. Yes. In this stage, the disease damages your brain, nerves, eyes, heart, blood vessels, liver, bones, and joints. Jesus Christ. You can get congenital syphilis, which is when babies contract the disease from the mom mm. through the placenta. Oh. And it causes birth de defects and sometimes stillborn. Mm. Treatment. Early treatment of syphilis. What do you think they treated with, Laura? Penicillin? No, early oh. treatment. We're talking back in the day. Oh, I'm afraid. Fire. I mercury. Don't mercury. Oh, mercury. We went no, back close. to mercury. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the stuff you're not supposed to even touch. Mm. Wait to see what we Put do. it in your mouth. And your we sit on it in a steam bath. Oh. Um, so dating back to the 16th century, it was, I have no idea what I wrote there. Hmm. It was put in. <laughs> We're going to put it put in because I have no, I really, I don't know. Disseminate it. I think I wrote disseminate it. I you think did. I was really creative. Mm -hmm. uh, by rubbing it onto the skin and then applying a mercury... The pla mercury. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you put a mercury plaster on top of it. Or you put it in the mouth. Oh. A... Um, hmm. oh. I really need to wear my glasses. Another method was used by vaporizing mercury over a fire. And patients would either sit on a chair and the mercury go up into your rectum and your penis and your vagina... Or you would have your whole body in a, like a, remember those old-fashioned, like, things that you would try to lose weight in and just your head would be sticking out and you would like a steam bath? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, think about, like, the 30s. You'd see fat people sitting in these things. No. Just the neck would be sticking out and you'd have this big machine and you'd be sitting there trying to sweat the fat off. No. Well, they would do that with mercury. So just your head would be out and the rest of your body would be in a How mercury. How long do these people live for? I don't know. I don't know. If you watch the PBS special, Victoria, her brother-in-law has syphilis. And they're treating him with mercury steam baths. And he looks more and more peaked as the show goes I on. Bet. So the purpose of the mercury treatment was to make the patient salivate. Because they thought you what? would get rid of the disease through your saliva. They thought that yeah. all the 
Yeah, you just spit it out. <laughs> There's my syphilis. All gone. <laughs> um, it was used up to 1869 for treatment. Wow. Thank mm-hmm. you. Before treatment of syphilis, you would be disfigured. You could be, and it would lead to um, defects of the face and nose collapse. I don't um, like the thought of nose collapse. Nose collapse, hence Jack Chop's syphilis face pumping. Yeah. Uh, so fake noses were invented, and in the 16th century, Gasparo... Tagliacotti, Tagliacozzi. Is he Irish? Yes, hmm. very hmm. Irish. Um, we might meet him. <laughs> he pioneered the flap from the arm to the nose. So they couldn't do free flaps back in the day. No. I don't think there was a big enough microscope. So he would take your arm mm-hmm. and he would rotate a flap from your arm and your skin and sew it to your face. So now you're walking around with your arm strapped across your face because... And people would do this because syphilis was known as an STD. So if you had mm-hmm. no nose or a fake nose, they knew you had it from syphilis, you were ostracized, you were shunned, you were a marked woman They didn't man. know that if your arm was stoned to you. Well, they figured they could fix the nose because after a couple of weeks you would disentangle the skin mm-hmm. and you had a new kind of nose. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so like I said, the, de- the defects were recognizable, so people would do this to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they treated it with malaria. Go forget about that syphilis real quick when you're dying <laughs> from malaria. But their th- train of thought was, well, they have quinine for malaria, so we can treat the malaria, and it will get rid of the syphilis. How? How? I don't. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's sweat it out. It's the whole sweating it out because you can get the sweat. Makes you <laughs> drool. I got a real bad cold. <laughs> my my syphilis is all gone. Oh, um. So then eventually penicillin comes up, penicillin comes out, and voila, syphilis is cured. Penicillin is a miracle drug. It is a miracle drug. In fact, today, when you go to get married, you have a blood test, and the only thing they're testing for in that blood test is syphilis, because many women were getting syphilis from their husbands mm-hmm. after they were married. And then and again, goddamn noses. Going back to the Nick, his ex-girlfriend has syphilis. And she has the fake nose, and it would affect your eyes. So she has to wear glasses because if it's too bright, it would hurt her eyes. Got it from her husband, and he does the arm-to-nose transplant on her face. I love that show. So I'm going to cover real quick the Tuskegee syphilis study, which I also got from Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Tuskegee syphilis study was a study conducted from 1932 to 1972 by the U.S. Public Health Service. Mm -hmm. The purpose of the study was to observe the natural history of untreated syphilis awesome yep Mm. it's a great study did we use dogs no no we used humans we used humans Mm. the study subjects were 600 impoverished african-american sharecroppers from macon county alabama they They were all from the same yeah so they could know where they you know yeah yeah. they were told that they would receive free health care from the u.s government they were told that um they would get free meals, free health care. They right. would get paid. At no time were these men told that they would be given, be given syphilis. They never oh, knew. I was thinking you meant they got people that had no, syphilis. No, they gave them syphilis. Jesus. They never at any point realized. They thought they were just having blood tests. Mm-hmm. They didn't realize they were actually being injected with syphilis. 339 were given latent syphilis. 201 were not. That's your placebo mm-hmm. test trial. They were told they would have free medical care, meals, and free burial services and insurance for participating in the study. Mm-hmm. 
They were told the study would last six months, and it lasted 40 years. That's insane. After funding was lost, the study was continued without informing the men they would never be treated, mm. and they would never be financially reimbursed. That burial insurance, bullshit. Free medical care, bullshit. Nothing. Um, none were told that they had syphilis. None were treated with penicillin, even after penicillin came out as a cure. Um, in 1972... This Peter Buxton, who actually 1960-something is like, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. We're doing this study on these men, and this isn't right. 1972, he reveals the unethical standards of this and other research programs by going to the Washington Star. All of the victims who were African-American, had most of them had died. Oh. Um, yeah, all of who had died. 40 lives, 40 wives... I was going to say, well, these people 40 contained, wives got the they, disease. They and, didn't tell them you can't have sex. Nope. They didn't tell them nothing. 40 wives got the disease. 19 children were born with congenital <gasps> syphilis. That's terrible. In May 16th of 1997, President Bill Clinton formally apologized to the victims of the experiment when, um, <laughs> and he invited the survivors, which were like four, yeah. to the White House. Five of the eight study survivors attended. That were, So there were eight study survivors left. Five of them came. Um, and 400 started. So 40 years later, right. five are left or eight are left of uh, 400 people. Right. It's crazy. So that's syphilis in a nutshell. I think it's disgusting. And I'm, you know, I mean, you can get into the LSD experiments of the 60s we were doing on people. Like, yeah. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's bad enough to use a human subject when they know what they're getting into, but mm -hmm. to not tell them and right. to expose their wives and, and who knows like why the men... Who wasn't a wife that right. got it, you know? Right. Disgusting. That's awful. So, on that sad note, we're going to move on oh, to... That was sad. Crabs! Crabs! Let's talk about crabs. Crabs, 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 crabs. Mm -hmm. I got this Ugh. from um, Medical News Today. Okay, before we even start, do they look like real crabs? Their legs look like crab legs. Oh! That's what they use to grab onto. <gasps> Your little pubes? Yeah. Oh! So, I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm doing this research, and I'm watching one of the football games. With watching SpongeBob and this Miss Crabs? Yeah. You know, because I, I have to have a, yeah. a game on at all the time, and Jack wanted to watch something. I'm like, I'm watching the game. He's like, Well, you keep writing something, but I'm, like, I'm, well, I'm doing my research, but I'm watching the game. You know. So, if there's some football references, don't get confused. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing my crabs. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> I have crabs. Um, what did he say? Oh, um, pubic lice. I was like, What? He's like, Yeah, we learned all about that. I'm like, God. I'm like, Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, But I'm so itchy. I was itchy. The whole time I was doing that, I was like, I'm scratching I have crabs. everywhere, everywhere. Because was... you know that's a joke. If there's a crab sign, if you order crabs, yeah. it's the longest running joke. He has crabs. I have crabs. She has. And everybody laughs. It's like a fart joke. In high school, I can't remember if it was our school or the other school, though, because it was a long time ago. At like the championship, one of the championship games in hockey. Uh-oh. They threw crabs out onto the ice. <laughs> Why? Did somebody have crabs? I think just to... Say like, oh, that school has crabs. I thought like poor John Smith, like he's got crabs, he's got crabs, because yeah. that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. All right, so crabs. Right, crabs. Let's go. Prepare to itch. Get some yeah. calamine lotion. That's a real tangible gift you can see oh, and give. God. <clears throat> Around three million cases are reported in the U.S. Oh my God, per year. Still? Yep. Oh yeah, this is a oh, yeah. Oh. I'm I'm like clenching. I'm doing kegels, uh, yeah. thinking about a crabs. Yeah. Oh, um, a crabs. Crabs is one big gigantic crab on my pube. Yeah, <laughs> it's slang for pubic lice, which are uh, parasitic insects. Doesn't that sound nice? Uh, and uh, uh, most lice sounds disgusting. Yeah, 
No, I like the parasitic insects. They're found mostly in your genital area. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Causes of crabs. Close body contact with another person is needed for crabs to be passed on. Mm-hmm. They cannot jump, fly, or swim. <laughs> they Imagine they can fly. I can you imagine? I know. Coming in for landing. They crawl from one hand. To oh the other. man, that's even worse. They're so gonna get real up close and personal. For it. <laughs> you're gonna be bumping uglies yeah. to have that happen. Um, common ways of passing crabs are any type of sexual activity, non-sexual contact such as hugging or kissing. But this is less common. You'd have to be naked hugging, kissing. Well, we're gonna get into it. Um, oh. Sharing bedding, towels, and personal one. items. Bedding, <gasps> towels, oh. personal items. Risk factors. Being sexually active, especially adolescents, having several sex partners, having sexual relations with a person who has an infestation, and sharing towels, bedding, and or clothing. Symptoms. The presence of lice may not become apparent until five days to three weeks after contact. Well, they have to hatch. Mm. Mm. Itching will occur in the pubic region, um, not when the insect bites. But be because it's not from the bite that you're itchy. It's because the bite will cause an allergic reaction uh. to the louse, saliva, and feces. <gasps> so he's shitting in your pubes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, so itchy. Do you see me He's shitting all over your pubes. I literally have my hands coming in my vagina. <laughs> I'm scratching my back. Why is my back itchy? The thought of it. My nose is itchy too. I'm sniffing crap. Yeah, I love that. Allergic reaction to the louse's saliva and feces. And his poops. Yep. Um, crab poops. That might be a short crab poops. Yeah. <laughs> Itching is usually worse at night. Why? Are they more I active? think because you're laying there not doing anything. Like, you're just I think you're your... shitting in your pubes. Yeah. <laughs> red spots and skin lesions will appear. Scratching may cause red marks as well oh. because you're going to be scratching yourself. The silly. shit out of yourself. You can have alopecia yeah. when you're just done. Just the thought of it makes oh, me scratch. It's, nause- it's nauseating. Yeah. Blue spots might be seen on the thighs and lower abdomen. Blue? Mm. Why? At the bites. Blue? Poop? Yeah, I don't know why. Um, you may see signs on the stomach, upper thighs, chest, mustache, and beard. Oh, God. <laughs> you just took it to a whole oh, new realm. I literally have a pot that's I marked. I can't. I have a page that's marked. The worst pot. <laughs> oh, I need a breather, man. Sweating. Could you imagine looking at some guy and you could see the crabs on his face? Uh-huh. Could you imagine? No. Hey, baby, come give me a kiss. Yeah. Um, louse droppings may appear as dark brown or black powder on the skin or in your underwear. <laughs> Blood may be seen in your underwear from all the scratching. Because you scratch. Uh-huh. I can't stop scratching myself. Like, this is the most disgusting thing in the world. <laughs> Diagnosis. I, I don't think you need one. I think you can pretty much see the crawling yeah. on your face. Lice and eggs are easily detected yeah. with a visual exam of the affected area. Imagine that poor doctor. No. Oh, having to get in there and jump them like... back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a big one. <laughs> a magnifying glass may be used. An infestation is, continu- is confirmed if moving lice are seen. That's how you confirm it. You, look, you watch for moving lice. So how long do you have to watch and stare at somebody's vagina and see if they're moving? I don't think it takes long. Um, The presence of eggs does not mean there's an infestation. You're getting ready to hatch, though. After treatment, though, sometimes empty shells remain. So if you have (laughs) eggs, it could just be the empty shells. It might not mean you're infested. So after treatment, is it like head lice? We have to pick the nits (laughs) up. Yeah. Um, Lice are visible to the naked eye. 
They're about two millimeters long. It has six legs in a grayish brownish color. I have to Google this. Its back legs are long and look like crab legs. I have to I have to Google this. They use them to cling to your hair. I literally felt that when you said that. Mm-hmm. Eggs are very small and oval shaped with a yellowish white color. They stick to the base of the hair. You can usually see lice along the edge of the scalp, in a beard and a mustache, in the eyebrows and the eyelashes, in the hair around <gasps> the anus, in it the hair of the armpits, and in the pubic hair. I just Googled it. They are disgusting. Yeah, they're gross. Oh, they're disgusting. Mm-hmm. Life cycle oh, of the crabs. No. Crabs, a crab lives for one to three months. A female may lay up to 300 eggs in her lifetime. Of three months? Mm-hmm. Uh, eggs hatch with so they're six- having sex on your pubes, and then she's having eggs, and then they're reproducing and I having guess. sex and laying eggs. Okay. Yeah. Um, eggs hatch within six to ten days and take up to. <laughs> Laura, you do not have crabs. I know. I'm so itchy. <laughs> um, eggs hatch within six to ten days and take up to two to three weeks to reach their full maturity. <sighs> they can survive up to twenty-four hours away from the human body. So, so that's hanging why, out on the towel. Right. If but, you towel off and then someone uses your oh, towel after their shower. I'll just never forget you with that towel in the Listen, lounge. Somebody's, you need a clean towel. Somebody's ass has been on that towel. I'm not washing my body with it. I don't. People use their towels like a four, five, six times. How do you know which end was the one you wiped your bum with and which one is the end you wiped your face with? You said that was the How will you know that? You know, no. You're drying I'm your a bum one-timer. off I'm and a then one-timer. you're washing your face off the next time with, with it. With your butt crack and yes. crabs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feet? No. Why do you I want... don't dry off the bottom of my feet, though. I don't usually like... either because I have the mat, but you yeah. could. I mean, I mean I'm just potentially saying. if you're really anal, but... Um... Just saying. I... It's gross. Oof. Anyways, get a new Oof. towel. New towel. Crabs could be on them. Um, besides humans... Only the gorilla is known to be susceptible <laughs> so to that's pubic what they're lice. eating all the time. No, they're picking out them pubic lice. Um, you should see a doctor if over-the-counter medications have not killed the lice. If a woman is pregnant, because they, um, you should see a doctor because they might not be able to use the over-the-counter treatments. Mayonnaise, um, just throw some mayonnaise down there and suffocate yeah. the shit out of them. If you get, if you should see a doctor if you get a skin infection from all the scratching. And all, now you've scratched it and you've entered in real poops yeah. into there. And you should see a doctor if the patient is under 18. Treatments. Usually over-the-counters are enough. Okay. Um, you usually apply them once a day. I mean, you usually apply them once and then again seven days later. Mm-hmm. If the lice are still seen seven days later. Mm-hmm. I think even if you didn't see them, just do it anyways. I would be it's applying gonna... it for three years. Yeah. Um, avoid close physical contact until your crabs are gone. <laughs> Anyone who has close physical contact should be treated. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're just going to pass it back If you've blood. been sleeping in the same bed with somebody scratching it off a lot, go mm-hmm. get some treatment. Yeah. Um, some lice have developed a resistance to some meds. <clears throat> if a med does not work, make sure you've used it correctly. Then check with the pharmacist for an alternate treatment. You don't drink treatment. it, you apply it to yeah. the skin. <laughs> yeah, rub it real a lot. <laughs> That's um, what she said. If okay. the over-the-counter does not work, your doctor may prescribe a stronger lotion and or shampoo. Mm-hmm. Mercury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Ivermectin lotion is approved for management of pubic lice. Well, that's there nice is to an know. oral version that works, but it is not yet FDA approved. Oh, good. Yeah. Mal- Malathion aqueous lotion is suitable for anyone over six months old. However, it's flammable. 
Oh, for six months old. Yeah. Well, if you like, if you dry it off and then dry, oh, or they blur in your bed or something. God damn. Um, however, this this lotion is very flammable, <laughs> so it needs to be kept away from cigarettes, hair dryers, and other heat sources. Okay, so if you're living in like a trailer and you got, you know, you're smoking your Winston's and you're gonna go give a look to see if somebody else has still got grabbed, and you're like, then over me, get a look. Don't put the cigarette in your mouth because no, you don't may light dry the genitals your hair on fire. With your hair dryer. Yeah, you're gonna light up. Um, that drug, ha- that lotion has not been approved in the U.S. by the FDA. Probably because it's flammable. flammable. Yeah. <laughs> um, with either of these creams, you apply them to the whole body, except for your eye area. You leave the inver- Invermectin lotion on for 10 minutes. Malathion stays on for 12 hours. So you put it on before you go to bed and leave it on all night. The bathing that shit. Yeah. You wash it off with warm water thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Um, then you the hair with a fine tooth comb to remove lice and eggs. Like real lice. Like, head. like head lice. Yeah. And then you repeat this all seven days later. Lindane shampoo is a prescription that works well, but it is not the first thing doctors suggest because it can be toxic to the brain. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone less than 110 pounds, people who have seizures, and women who are pregnant or breastfeeding should not use Lindane shampoo because it's toxic to the brain. This is some great meds. Yeah. This is the worst part. I literally wrote worst part. I embraced myself. Your eyelashes. Oh! If the eyelashes are affected. So now you can get gonorrhea of the eye or your eyelashes. Could you imagine? Wouldn't you see them like hanging off? Yeah. You can see them. Oh my God. Usually kids get them in their eyebrows and eyelashes like from towels and sheets. Oh my God. I want to throw up. If the eyelashes are affected, treat the whole body. As well as the lashes, because, you know, they're probably somewhere else. Do not try to pull the eggs or shells out as you can get an eye injury. I want to throw up. Yeah. If only a few lice are seen, they can be removed with your fingernails or a fine-tooth comb. But if there's more than a few in your eyelashes, don't do that that way. An eye ointment is available Available for people under 18 or during pregnancy or breastfeeding. Um, it has a white, yellow paraffin base, this eye mm. lotion. So you know everybody's looking at you, what you got in your yeah. eye. Oh, you have you have lice of the eyes. Yeah. I can see that. Um, and this, this lotion um, suffocates the lice. Like I'll you just... smother it all over your eyelashes. Yeah. It suffocates the lice. You apply it two to four times a day, making sure each lash is covered. Like you get a oh individually... God apply this stuff to your lashes and you use it for eight days another option i think it would hide i would hide till i was lice free i can't even um is a insecticide shampoo or cream rinse Mm -hmm. you keep your eyes closed apply the cream to the base of your eyelashes using a cotton swab you leave it on for five to ten minutes and you wash it off with water in most cases the first treatment will successfully kill all of the lice in your eyelashes. Um, but eggs can remain and they may hatch. So and now you're going to have more in your eyelashes. Yeah. So reapplying the medication after seven days ensures that the hatched lice are killed off. Every word you are using yeah. to describe it. These is are just in disturbing. your eyelashes. Yes. You know, right here. You're like, hi, I'm looking. What's that? Oh, there's a crab in my eye. Mm-hmm. In your eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Imagine how big it looks. When it's no, your, can you imagine when watching it's crawl on your eyeball? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I just watched that series on netflix dracula did you see it and this is like 
and it makes sense. There's always flies around Dracula because he's fucking dead mm. and everybody around him is dead. But when it starts, a man is talking and he's dead. He doesn't know he's dead. And a fly lands on his eyeball, crawls into the corner of his eye. Ew. And then you can see it in the eye, which oh. my husband's like, would that really? I'm like, no, you would not. A, he'd never get in there. And B, you wouldn't be able to see it. And then it crawls out through his mouth. Oh, gross. And that's all I can think of right now. It yeah. was disgusting. So prevention of crabs, because nobody wants this. No, no. I think of, I'll be, I would rather syphilis than crabs, I think. A little penicillin shot. Yeah. Um, Get a nose job. Yeah. Protect others. Avoid having multiple sexual partners. Have regular checkups. Um, after an infestation, wash all clothes, linen, sleeping bags, towels in water that is at least 130 degrees. So like regular lice. You're yes. treating this like lice. Then put them in the dryer on hot. Burn the shit yeah. out of those bastards. Put items you can't wash. You know, like, I'm so <laughs> you itchy. You can see Laura right now. She literally can't. can't stop scratching. She's red. Her neck is red <laughs> from scratching. But anything you can't I'm wash. You know, couch cushions, like a pill, whatever. <laughs> put them in a plastic bag for two weeks. And that's crabs. Again, happy Valentine's yes. Day. <laughs> so when you're having your romantic dinner. And you see crabs coming out of light, beard. And you see a crab hanging off his outer <sighs> eyelash. His eyebrows. Go to the bathroom and never go back. No. Call 911. <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> go get him, you know, some non-flammable stuff. And oh, can you imagine? Oof. Your eyelashes. No. Nope. 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 Mm-mm. Insects on my body, anywhere of any kind. I can't stop. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think about it. No, look at now. We'll have to do a whole lice episode too. I've had friends who like. I will be raw. We have to wait a while till I. I have a friend who's like, she got blessed. They got lice, and she's like, "Can you come over and help me? Because my husband can't do it. He's not." uh, So I'm like, "All right, but you're not gonna like how I show up to the house." Mm -hmm. And I had my OR hat on over my eyebrows because I didn't want to get lice in the eyebrows, and I had old clothes on. And I'm scratching just thinking of going over there. I was like, oh, I can't. I'm sorry, but that was being a good friend. That was being being a good friend. friend. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. Enjoy yourself. And wear a condom. Wrap it up. Big time wrap it up. Um, Save your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Just put put a wrapper on it. Mm -hmm. And enjoy your meals. Enjoy your roses. (laughs) Enjoy your meals after the body lights. Just make sure there's Don't share towels. Um. Don't share bed linens. No. Make him go out or her go out when you're done. Just, you know, good night, bye. It's kind of like, um, was it Bridesmaids? When he's like, I don't know how to seem like a dick, but I'm really tired and you have to leave. <laughs> she was like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so happy Valentine's happy Day. Valentine's We're going to have our anniversary episode coming up. Uh, we want to put together something. Well, I want to put together something for our anniversary. Maybe like a night out with scissors and scrubs. Mm-hmm. Maybe over the summer, though, because we could do a little outside dealio. Oh, okay. uh, if anybody's remotely interested in that, show us uh, a little love. Let us know. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll put something together. Maybe yeah. over the summer. Okay. Uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.